Welcome to the Beauty and the Beard podcast. I am Woody. I am Sarah. And we're back. Yeah. But we, we weren't actually gone, though, right? We, we didn't leave. No. No. No, we didn't no. leave. Just things changed just a little bit. The things are about to be awesome. You might call it a paradigm shift. Ooh. Ooh. See what you did there. Yeah. This is going to be our new show that yeah. we're going to start doing on a weekly basis, Indeed. maybe twice a week. Who knows? Uh, yep. We'll be keep. We'll continue doing the reviews for Dynamite, doing some previews, predictions. some predictions, some roundtables, just yep. general fun AEW wrestling talk exactly. with me and this nutcase over there in the UK. Hello. 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 So, I'm glad you're with us. I hope you stick with us, because it's going to get fun going forward. I promise you that. (laughs) Buckle up, boys and girls. Buckle up. And everybody. Yeah, so this first episode we're going to do is going to be basically getting to know how we started watching wrestling. uh, How we became wrestling fans, what got us going, our, our favorite things about wrestling, what maybe got us out of it. And what got us back into it? Uh, just, uh, you know, we always love a good Q&A. That's always our favorite part okay. of the, the Dynamite reviews. So uh, why not start off this first episode with the Q&A between us? Yes. We should like do that? this. It's a good you idea. Would you like me to um, enlighten you on what we're doing? Yes, please. Because <laughs> he has no idea. <laughs> no, I have no idea. <laughs> This is, so, this is not planned at all. <laughs> this is definitely not planned. No. Um, so my plan is, as we like a good Q&A, as we have mentioned in the past, mm-hmm. um, I thought that we could do some Q&A questions on ourselves. That's a great to, idea. You know, to, to like peel back the curtain and see, you know, what makes us tick as wrestling fans, see what, see what got us there and how we're progressing, you know. Kind of like show our pedigree, I think. You don't want to peel back my curtain too far. No, granted. No, 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 no. um, Keep it closed a little bit. (laughs) But I I think it's just a uh, good idea so everybody knows where we're coming from. Yeah. So, how about it? Great great idea. So, I have some questions, surprisingly. Wow, you had those prepared so quickly. (laughs) Yes, you are. Um, so my first one will be to you. All so right. When did you start watching wrestling? Hmm. Let's mm. see. Well, I was born in '77. Yeah. So kind of you, you know you, you know where I'm at now. So uh, <laughs> I started watching um, in the early '80s, early to mid '80s. Uh, my earliest memory, obviously, with WWF. Which is what it was called mm-hmm. then for for the youngins. Uh, but you know, really, what the character that drew me into watching wrestling was Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. I mean, dude was larger than life. Uh, you know, we've learned a lot more about him now, but uh, as a as a kid, I mean, he was like the icon. I mean, he was eat your vitamins, say your prayers, brother. You know, he yeah. he was the guy that. That you just latched onto. He just you know, exuded a you know a wrestling superhero, you know, without mm-hmm. the cape. You know, 
everybody wanted the Hulkamania, you know, yellow shirts and everything. And, uh, you know, rip them off in your, you know, you know tear your mm-hmm. shirt up like he did, but, you know, then I had to go buy a new one. But, um, yeah, just that. I mean, just uh, everything WWF was doing in the 80s where it was geared more towards kids. Uh, yeah. But that's what I was then. I was that kid who wanted to buy every bit of merchandise, uh, watch every show. Um, but then it, it went into, you know, Andre the Giant. You had the, the great villains then. You know, he was the, the fool for Hulk Hogan, you know. It was yeah. just like a good superhero movie. You had to have that big villain. Andre the Giant was literally larger than life. I mean, the dude was huge. <laughs> then you bring in the people like, you know, Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah. Even, even, even some of the, mid, the lower to mid car guys like Coco Beware. I mean, love the dude. He came out with a parrot on his shoulder. That was so cool. Um, but yeah, that's I, I got started then, uh, uh, mid '80s. Uh, it was just uh, it was it was a fun time as a, a child watching wrestling because it was it was like a comic book come to life on screen. Yeah. Every time I got a chance to watch it. So. That yeah, that was me. That was how you. about you? I'm assuming you started a little later than I did. Well, considering I wasn't born until the late eighties, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be that would be tough for you to watch it before yeah. then. <laughs> Why I was like not aware of the world, yes. Um, yeah, I was watching wrestling already. <laughs> um, yeah, well, for me, it was it's a bit different over in the UK, obviously, because we kind of everything's like early in the morning for us. If we want to watch anything wrestling wise, that's in America, um, mm-hmm. and. When I went to high school, so I started high school in 2000. So, yeah, that ages me. Um, There you go. So we didn't have any sports channels at my house where I lived. So Mm. I had a friend there whose older brother liked wrestling. So I started hanging around with her. And then one day she said, oh, you can come over and have a sleepover. Um, But my brother will be watching, like, some wrestling stuff. I was like, oh, okay, then never even heard of what this is. And um, so I went over and we watched um, WrestleMania 2000, um, like, live down in, like, her living mm. room in sleeping bags. Mm. And that was it. That From that moment, I was like, what is this and why have I never heard of this before? This is just like, I, I don't know, I was just... I just like just loved it like everything about it I was just like why haven't I why has nobody told me about this I feel like I've been like completely left out of stuff um because I have like no like um siblings at all so you know poor me but I had nobody like (laughs) at all that even told me this stuff existed so when I saw that pay-per-view for the first time I was just like okay I'm coming to yours every Saturday from now on Like, like every weekend and any like pay per views that are on, I'm at your house, and that's basically where it started. I basically just like inserted myself into this girl's life just because I could watch <laughs> because of wrestling. Her house. <laughs> I'm just your friend because of wrestling. Just yeah, being honest. It was crazy. I that was like, and like, I wasn't like, kind of like I said. I was I was sort of like, I was a weird kid. Surprisingly. Mm-hmm. Um, no, <laughs> not as an adult that it's carried on or anything. But yeah, I was a weird Shocker. kid, so I Go like on. didn't have that many friends. So when I found her as a friend and we had something mm-hmm. in common, I kind of yeah. like just like attached myself. <laughs> yeah, I got so you. 
I hope that girl's okay wherever she is these days. I'm <laughs> <laughs> sure. sure she's fine. I'm sure she is. But yeah, so that was like my first little inkling into everything that, um, yeah, so that was it. Yeah, gotcha. Yep. Um, so the next question is, who or what hooked you in? Well, you know, early on, as I talked about Hulk Hogan, Mm. Macho Man, Randy Savage, Andre mm-hmm. the Giant, even Ultimate Warrior, you know, when he came yeah. in. I mean, just, just the energy uh, that, you know, those guys exuded. Um, but um, what really, I guess, changed me and really kept me, made me the wrestling fan I am now. Mm. I mean, because I was different as a kid. My teenage yeah. years, the way I viewed wrestling changed greatly. And I started watching WCW. And that's mm. when the the Monday Night Wars were hot and heavy. Yeah, and that was a uh, that was the, the I guess you could say the golden years of pro wrestling that that time period between the Monday Night Wars because you had that competition between the two yeah uh, the two companies and I latched myself on the WCW <laughs> mainly <laughs> now the the NWO was a huge thing and that was uh, something that that latched a lot of people. Yeah, uh, on to that era. But to be honest, it was the what you consider mid car guys, the workhorses mm-hmm. of WCW that really I watched the show for. I was okay. a huge Chris Jericho friend, fan from the get go. <laughs> um, when he came in as Lionheart Chris Jericho, he was a baby face. Mm-hmm. Just you could tell his charisma right from the beginning. And I was like, that's my guy. Like, that, yeah, I'm not sure where he's going. I didn't know anything about him. I didn't know he'd already been to wrestling in Mexico and Japan and, and that yeah. he'd even done some time, some time with ECW. I had no idea. It's the first time I'd seen him, but mm-hmm. in the moment he turned heel for the first time, you know, he was a big part of the cruiserweight division. Yeah. I mean, him and De- him and Dean Malenko uh, and, you know, Eddie Guerrero, I mean, they carried that uh, the cruiserweight, and, and Ray Mysterio Jr. They carried that cruiserweight division. It was always so fun. There was, it was so much energy and that's where the action was. Yeah. You had Hogan and the NWO and, and Sting and stuff going on in the upper card. Yeah, but that that under mid card uh, revolving around those guys back then was so much fun, and just to see the evolution of Chris Jericho in WCW until you know he left and went to the to WWF WWE was mm-hmm. just so much fun, and it was that 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 time period right there really ingrained in me what I would really love going forward in wrestling. It changed me as the way I looked at wrestling. Yeah, uh, I saw it for for more than just what was on top. Yeah. Uh, the the dressing that. that you saw on top. Yeah. What, what the company really wanted to push at you. Although some of that was fun. Uh, there's nothing quite like the sting, um, NWO feud. That was, it was really cool, but it was just, mm-hmm. I really, I started seeing where the talent really, really was. Yeah. Latching myself onto certain guys like Chris Jericho, which then that carried on to where we are now, but that's <laughs> for another story. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, yeah, so for me, um, it was that first um, pay-per-view that I saw about WrestleMania. And you may or may not be surprised to know it was the Hardy Boys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I think that says Shocker. a lot about me and like any wrestler that I actually like. <laughs> Team Extreme. Team Extreme, my goodness. Uh, yeah, so that, like literally seeing them in that match with like Edge and Christian and the Dudleys, mm. I was just like, oh, yeah. this is 
crazy. Like, I was mm-hmm. quite a sheltered kid. I lived in, like, a tiny little village that was surrounded by fields and cows. Um, <laughs> so, like, to see... Like, Sounds like cows, Alabama. <laughs> to see, like, this kind of, like, like larger-than-life, like, guys just, like, basically almost killing themselves. Mm-hmm. But, like, seeing that they weren't, like, these big, bulky guys either, which is what... When you yeah. say wrestlers like a kid, they think of like like a real massive person, like you know, mm-hmm. dead bulky. And I was seeing like these like especially the harder boys, like little scrawny guys. They weren't massive or anything. I was just like, no, okay, they can do that. Like that's crazy for me. And just like yeah. the insane stuff they were doing, I was like, why am I enjoying this so much? What the hell is going on with me right now? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. I just. Um, yeah, they they got me in there, and they basically started my love of tag team wrestling in general, and also mm-hmm. the kind of in quotes extreme stuff as well, like the like kind of the unhinged characters in wrestling and people that are a bit outside the box and stuff like that. That's probably where it started. Where I think I base my personality yeah. from, if I think about it. <laughs> It all makes sense now. It, it all, all makes, makes sense, sense now. Them Hardy Boys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's where so, it started. Yeah, so that, that was for me. Um, it's their so fault. It, it is literally their fault. <laughs> <laughs> so next one I've got for you, which I think is quite an interesting one, is first memorable match. First memorable match. One that That's, sticks out. That is an absolute easy one for me. Go um, on. Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant, WrestleMania three. Okay. Um, again, it was earlier in my life, but that was the first uh, match uh, where I just, you know, it, and looking back, I mean, the the action that happened in the match, it wasn't, it's not comparable to a lot of the action I've seen in other matches since. So was it like the best match I've ever seen? No, mm. but the way the crowd was, the way it was shot, uh, just how huge the guys looked in the match. How it just felt like a big moment as a kid, and I can't, I can't change that memory. Of that's that's the first memory I have of my like eyes popping out of my head for this moment. Yeah, like my heart beating really fast because it was just as a kid, it was such a big moment seeing those two go at it at WrestleMania three um, and seeing. Hulk Hogan body slam the giant for the first time, which, you know, body yeah. slam, imagine that being such a huge thing. Body slams are dime a dozen now. You know, mm. you see people slamming big guys then, but the way that story was built, though, it was such a huge moment when he actually slammed Andre. Uh, so, um, so yeah, just that would be the, the earliest big moment match um, that I have. And there's a lot of bigger ones since. That a, lot, a lot more that... that, that a lot more matches that mean more to me since then, but that right there was the first one that, uh, yeah, that made me go wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mm, that's so. A, a good one. So I mean, what would be the uh, that memorable match for you? For me, the one that sticks out, and obviously there was some great matches between the Dudleys, Hardys, and Edge and Christian before mm-hmm. this. But I think mm-hmm. this sticks out in a lot of people's minds for the one spot. Uh, it was WrestleMania 17. 
mm. where um, Edge spears Chip Hardy <clears throat> from a ladder and it just flops. And I just literally remember watching it going, is he dead? Because, <laughs> like, like, Jeff Hardy was known for just, like, generally just dismantling himself at any given chance. Yes. Um, yep. And me and this girl yep. that I watched wrestling with, we had this thing that we both liked the Hardy boys, but because mm-hmm. we were, like, 13, 14-year-old girls, we couldn't like the same one. We had to have our <laughs> own guy. So, so she so, liked Jeff, and by default, uh, I had to like Matt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, which sounds but, really, really pathetic now, <laughs> but we were like 13, 14, and we're just like, you know, at that age. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I remember when yeah. that's what happened, she basically screamed so much so her parents ran downstairs because they thought something had happened. And she was like, no, 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 it's just, um, it's just, I think he's tied. And I remember her lighting a candle for him as well to hope he was okay. I mean, this oh, stuff wow. sounds crazy. That's great. That's, that is great. But, like, she was, like, genuinely, like, upset. And I was just like, <laughs> why am I watching again? Like, I don't understand anymore. But, yeah, like, uh, I, like, every now and again, I'll go onto YouTube and I'll just watch that match for that spot alone. Because it's just yeah, it's it's just crazy. It's, still, it still seems crazy. Yep, it's an iconic moment for sure. It is. It really um, is definitely up there. Like if someone said, "What is your favorite spot of all time?" That would literally have to be it for now. Yep, yep. And again, That's this a, is how I got into that type of wrestling. So I, I definitely just have I a lot to say for. <laughs> I, I could. I, just love, I love the fact that you and your friend are fighting over who, who who's your guy. Though. That's, that's that's great. I mean, because it it it, it kind of sounds like me and like a friend of mine, which I, I'm sure we did at some point. But like back when the Rockers were the thing, you know, you yeah. had Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty, and like we're out there like pretending like wrestling outside. You know what's going on? Okay, I'm Shawn Michaels. No, I'm not going to be Marty Jannetty. <laughs> no, 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 no. Everybody wants to be Shawn Michaels. You know, it's just that's yeah. what it is. So. Even Matt Jackson. I get it. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes. Um, but yeah, uh, so I mean, that, that, that's just like, that's just teenage girl stuff, I think, as well. Like, at that like, time of like, you, like, how old you are and stuff, you're just like, mm, any like, yeah. guy that you both like, you can't both like anyway. There's no, you have there's to no like shit. one or the other. There's no sharing, no. No, no. it's girl code. No. <laughs> this yeah. is when girl code yeah. starts. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so that was, that was my, um, my memorable match. Um, Very cool. So the next question is, what was either your first live event or your most <clears throat> memorable live event? Um, there, you know, there are several live events. Well, I didn't go to a ton, but... Like, I, I've, I've been to a Royal Rumble, the Royal Rumble that uh, Triple H came back from his quad injury when he won the mm-hmm. Rumble, came back, and it was a cool moment. And, of course, I, I went to Dynamite in Atlanta, the cage match with uh, Wardlow and Cody, which was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. So that that might be, the like, the because it's so new, too, and because it is AEW, that was just a really cool moment. But Yeah. But of a memorable time, though, it's, it's something a little – you would think it would be a less of a memorable moment, but because mm-hmm. of what happened, made it memorable to me. We were going to a, uh, a house show in Birmingham, uh, mm-hmm. in Alabama, 
just go ahead and put that out there. So, which is, you know, an hour down the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I was the one that had put this thing together for us to go to this house show, this, this WWF house show. Uh, or it might have been WWE at the time. I can't remember. It was 2002. This is close to the time when I actually stopped watching wrestling. But yeah. it was t- 2002, 2003. Could have been 2001. I don't know. It was somewhere in the early 2000s. I don't know exactly when. But this house show, the main event was going to be Hulk Hogan versus Chris Jericho. Okay. And that was, it was huge for me because, I mean, you know, again, I, yeah. as I mentioned, I grew up watching Hulk Hogan, but Jericho, like, easily became my favorite. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, this is neat. This is like a match you're not going to see a ton. So I really want to go see it. So got this thing together, right? And some friends were going with me. They watched wrestling at the time. I did have friends that enjoyed watching wrestling at the time. <laughs> um, one who's, whose name is Larry, and he didn't get to go with us, but he was the guy that, like you said, you had the friend that ordered all the pay-per-views. Yeah. He was that guy. Like, we all went to his house, and his family was super cool. You know, we'd go over there and pile up, and we'd all, you know, split the bill for the pay-per-view, and we'd all just, yeah. you know, have a good time. So, But he wasn't able to go with us, um, and it, it, it hurt him, too, because he really wanted to go. Uh, but he had to work. So, anyways, we, uh, we loaded up, man, and we, we headed over to Birmingham, we, and we, we pulled into the, the parking deck at the BJCC. And uh, which is the, the arena that was going to have the event. And we pulled into the parking deck. And just as I pulled it in, I realized I had left the tickets on my stereo. <gasps> I was living, still living with my parents. And I left the tickets on that stereo. And it, it hit me. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <sighs> I didn't want to say anything. Like, did you get this weak feeling, you know? And yeah. Like, and so I pulled into the parking deck and just did a U-turn. And just came back out. And they're like, where are you going? I said, I got bad news, guys. <laughs> Those tickets are uh, on my stereo. Are you kidding me? I mean, everybody starts flipping <laughs> out. Which at first they thought I was joking because I do I do prank people occasionally. So mm. it took a while to convince them until we got back on the interstate and started heading back home. They realized I was serious, you know. So oh my god, I said we're gonna miss half of this show because of my dumb mistake. So <laughs> so anyways. Uh, my uh, Larry had called us to see, you know, hey, how's it going? Have y'all got yeah. any idea? He's wanting to know what's going on. And we told him, to, you know, because they're telling him, you know, I was dumb butt up here driving, left the tickets. And I'm like, I felt <laughs> terrible. Larry left work, took his lunch break early. Didn't Nobody asked him to do it. He just did it. He left, went to my house, got the tickets, and drove and met us halfway. Oh, my God. So that we would get these tickets so we could go – not miss a match. He couldn't go with us. I mean, but he knew we were going to have such a great time and he didn't want us to miss anything that he just, you know, spent his lunch to go just bring these tickets because of my dumb self, left them on the stereo. So it was my fault. But such a cool thing for, I mean, he was such a selfless person yeah. to, to do something like that. So we didn't miss a match because he just decided that, you know, he wanted to make sure his friends had a good time. And I say this because... Last year, early 2020, Larry died because of the pandemic. Oh. Uh, and I hadn't seen him in such a long time. He lived in, he moved to uh, to Dallas. He was living in Texas. Mm. And, but, like, I hadn't talked to him in forever. The last time I'd actually seen him before then was at somebody else's funeral. He's such a sweet guy. Awesome yeah. dude. Great family guy. And I would say his full name, but I haven't gotten uh, approval from his family, so I didn't want to mm. do that, but. 
Uh, just such a cool guy. Time. Yeah. Um, because he, he just, you know, a lot of bad things in the world get all the attention, but it's yeah. just acts like that. Just the good stuff people do don't get enough uh, attention mm-hmm. whatsoever. 100%. So, 100%. Yeah. But very, very cool moment. Yeah. So, so um, that's mine. Sorry. No, it's fine. Very good <clears throat> yeah. one. Yeah. I've never been to a live event. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was meant to go. Um, I can't remember. Well, put it this way: the only way I can roughly remember it is it's between two thousand and four and two. No, sorry, two thousand and two thousand and four, because WWE came over to the UK. They were going to be mm-hmm. the city closest to me. Yeah, and I was so excited. I bought a Hardy Boys cap, had a <laughs> Hardy Boys um, beach towel. Um, oh. And I was upstairs making signs, you know, drawing the Hardy Boys logo and like this big <laughs> piece of card that my mum got me and everything. I remember yeah. it and I was so excited because my dad was like, I'll take you and I'll get the tickets. I was like, oh, this is going to be amazing. I can't wait. I want to go. I'm gonna be so excited. I'm going to see them. And then um, my dad didn't get the tickets and he ended up working away for three weeks. So I made my sign, mm. had all my merchandise, and I didn't get to go. That stinks. But I was absolutely gutted. I was just like, well, I made what? my signs, but I didn't get to use them. <laughs> That's so, terrible. Cheers, Dad. Um, well, well just, I mean, just think, you're still waiting for that first live event. I am. That, that, I am. And it's going to be amazing when it happens, right? Because of the well, weight. I'm, I'm dragging the husband, so yeah, it's going to yeah, be Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Torture him the whole it. time. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's funny, but I've never been so long. So, hurry yeah. up, AEW, get over here. Um, make it happen. Make it happen. So, the next question is, did you ever stop watching wrestling at any point? And why did you do that? Please tell me. Yes, I did. Absolutely did. Um. And I can't, you know, I can't even point to a specific reason why, like, hey, hey, this is the moment that I saw this that made me stop Mm -hmm. watching wrestling. Uh, It was mid-2000s. And I can honestly say that WCW getting bought by WWF, WWE at the time um, probably started that because... While while WWE was still good after that moment, um, I feel like that's probably when that lack of competition, true competition, uh, kind of changed the way things were being booked in uh, mm. at WWE. But it was probably mid mid two thousands, maybe you know, little, you know, maybe two thousand six, something like that was probably around the time that I just stepped away from it. Um, okay. I just wasn't enjoying everything I was seeing. Uh, it was, mm-hmm. um, I, I just, yeah, I wasn't having fun with it anymore. Honestly, yeah. I mean, I'd watched it since I was, you know, you know, six, five, six, seven, you know, really mm-hmm. since then, re- religiously since then. And I finally had just had enough of it. Uh, and, and it just wasn't fun. So uh, I stepped away and there was, and, and, I, and I can honestly say after that, 
there were times around WrestleMania season, maybe every two or three years, and you know, WrestleMania would, and I go, oh, okay, cool. Let me check out WrestleMania, yeah. see what's going on. And I'd watch it and go, now, yeah. and then I'd watch yeah. like a raw, or I watch a raw after it, and maybe another raw, and then I'm like, yep, yeah, you know, this is kind of what I thought it was. I'm done, you know. Yeah. So every every few every few years, I would you know, WrestleMania season would come around, and it would, I'd get the itch to try it again, and it just yeah. never stuck. Nothing stuck. So yeah, I gave up on wrestling. Period. Uh, probably uh, mid to late two thousands. Mm. But no, no specific reason though. I just, I, yeah, no like moment is just. I just wasn't having fun with it anymore. I just couldn't enjoy it, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. For me, I've always been a bit in and out of it anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I said. Well, the first time I yeah. stopped watching it, after I was watching it with this girl, is we weren't friends anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, that's a good reason. So, so that sort of stopped that. Um, and like, you're not, not going to give up Jeff Hardy. I'm not going to be friends with you anymore. Yeah, exactly. I get you. <laughs> that's roughly what happened. Uh, <laughs> no, so, and obviously like, my parents didn't have a sports channels, so I yeah. couldn't watch it that way. So I was just like, oh, uh-huh. well, you know, that's that. That's over. And and in between all that, I found my love of music and everything like that. So that kind of took yeah. over my life anyway. Um, and then I remember I finished I finished college um, mm-hmm. over here. So I did two years of college, finished it. And I remember, like, mum was like, so you have to get a job now. I was like, oh, I don't mm-hmm. want an adult. I don't want to do it. Said, no, no, you have to. So I'm like, yeah. was, like, sending off, like, CVs and stuff for um, jobs and everything but then I just like randomly started watching TNA <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> of a yeah. weekend yeah. that just happened to be on like just an ordinary channel over here for some reason so I just yeah. watched that every now and again and just was like oh what's oh, happening here and I remember this type of stuff yeah. so I watched that and then I moved out I moved in with my now husband so I stopped watching that mm-hmm. again yeah. I was like, oh, right. and then it got to like 2016, mm-hmm. and Hubby wanted sports channels, and I had a quick look, and I was like, oh, yeah. Raw still exists. It's still a thing. What's going on there? So yeah. I started watching that, um, and that's where I saw what was Dean Ambrose, aka now John Moxley, and I was like, okay, he's my type of guy. He reminds mm-hmm. me of the Hardys, but in one person. So I was like, <laughs> okay, I'm watching you. I see what you're doing. Um, that's when he got the championship. Yeah. Uh, yep. So I saw that at Money in the Bank, like on the pay-per-view, saw that. And then, yeah, and then again, I stopped watching it, and I don't know why, but I just went off it again. Then I came back mm-hmm. onto it when I finished working. So I was in 2019. So I then started mm-hmm. watching it again like that. Um was there for the whole new Bray Wyatt stuff. And then Hell in a Cell 2019 happened. And I just thought, why am I watching mm. this? Mm. And I just got so annoyed. I was like, why am I watching a program yeah. that I record, watch the next day, which is three hours long, and I'm probably watching 20 minutes of it because I just yeah. fast forward yeah. through everything else that I don't enjoy. And bear in mind, this is yeah. my personal opinion. Like, if you enjoy Raw or anything, that's fine. Mm-hmm. It's all subjective. But for me, oh, I yeah. just couldn't yeah. see the point of it. 
And I was just like, no, I, this is not no. for me anymore. Um, uh, so I gave now, up on WWE. Now, Hell in a Cell 2019, that was Seth Rollins and um, yeah. The Fiend, right? Mm-hmm. That's what that was? Okay, yeah. that's what I thought. Yeah. That now, was again, I, I don't... About to watch. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I, yeah, I agree. I don't watch again. I, I, like I said, I, I haven't. I don't watch WWE at all. But that does not mean I don't still keep up with the yeah, goings on over there. On. Yeah, I still, mm-hmm. for the most part, know what's happening. And I do hear yeah. when things happen. I see clips and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I knew about the that Hell in a Cell match and was yeah. not crazy about it either. But no, no it, um, oh. it definitely did not land correctly for me. Anyway, I got you. I got you. But yeah, so that was. Like, Barking that bit. Um, so my next Done. question for you is, mm-hmm. what made you get back into wrestling? I think that answer is obvious. Um, should be I know, anyway. Tell me uh, anyway. <laughs> I know, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's a great thing though. Uh, the moment I heard that, I started hearing rumblings of of AEW mm. uh, being a thing, and that would have yeah. been uh, around when All In mm-hmm. I went down, and I was not one that was following. The Bucks and the BTE and all that for all these mm-hmm. years. Honestly, I wasn't because I just wasn't in. I wasn't into wrestling. So yeah. But but the moment I heard about AEW being a possibility and I started seeing these names, I was like, and the first one, you know, and I <laughs> said where my my love of wrestling really kicked in. Like again, started with yeah. Hogan and WWF, but it was Jericho that was the mm-hmm. the thing that really started my true fanhood in wrestling. Yeah, as as it is now. So when I heard Jericho was involved, I went, "Ooh, mm. okay, yeah, 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 okay." I might I might check this out. So, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm sure that happened for a lot of people. Uh, mm-hmm. But I started you know, looking at the roster that they were putting together. I'm like, I don't know any of these guys. Yeah. But then I started watching some clips of you know of Darby and and Jungle mm-hmm. Boy and stuff. And I was like, yeah, well, there's, there's something here. And then I started watching yeah, yeah. clips of MJF and there's really something here. Mm-hmm. So because of that, I got back on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, I, I started a Twitter account, never really used it for anything. And I said, you know what? That's what I want to, I want to, there, there are people as into this as I am. There may be, mm-hmm. cause I was like, really, I need to talk about this. This is cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, because all of a sudden I'm feeling that love of wrestling that I had as a kid mm-hmm. and I had as a teenager that I hadn't had in years since the mid, again, mid to late 2000s. It's been a while. Yeah. So, you know, as a 42, three-year-old at the time, you know, I'm like, <laughs> I start feeling like a kid again. I was like, this is kind of cool. Yeah. Man. All right. So, and then that, the first pay-per-view, uh, uh, which would have been uh, double or nothing, right? Mm-hmm. Pretty double or nothing. Yeah. With the, with, you know, which you know, had the Cody Dustin match. Yeah. Uh, and all that, you know, and, 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 and Moxley, you know, uh, showing up. It just, like, that show just sold me. I realized yeah. watching that, I said, this is absolutely what I have been waiting for this whole time. Mm-hmm. If there was ever anything that was going to get me back into wrestling, yeah, what I just saw on TV. And my wife went, well, crap. <laughs> <laughs> And there he goes. And there he goes. I mean, literally the look on her face as I'm watching that show, I'm like, are you watching this? Are you like, she could like see it in my eyes. She's like, I just, I lost him. I just lost him. He's gone. So, uh, yeah, it was such a crazy British woman on the tour. <laughs> this is just as nuts about it as I am. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was a cool, 
moment for me, not so much yeah. for her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, so, and that's, it led me to, you know, where we are now, sitting here talking yeah. about, um, about uh, AEW and I love for pro wrestling. And if not mm-hmm. for AEW, I wouldn't be on here talking about it. That's just exactly. what it is. Man. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so for me, like, I didn't hear anything about um, All In or anything like that. Because, like, I just got back interested in the January of 2019. Mm-hmm. I literally saw everything from that point. So I basically had a Twitter account. I didn't use it for anything. Um, mm-hmm. But then I started watching, like, What Culture on YouTube and stuff like that. So I started filtering back in. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I had... Um, started following all that on Twitter, I was just like, you know, still like watching WWE and all that type of stuff, but I was getting more and more into it. And then when I heard about Double or Nothing, I was like, what? I've never heard of this company before. Like, what's going on? Like, brand new company. Yeah. And I hadn't heard of anybody that was on the roster. I hadn't heard anything, like literally nothing. Um, And I just remember because we had to get it, because I watch stuff on Fight TV now. We didn't have that option to begin with. Well, well, I didn't know about it if we did. So I had mm-hmm. to buy it on um, like a, a channel that we have over here, but for some reason on a box office, which I didn't know it had. And yeah. it, was, it wasn't cheap to get this pay-per-view. Yeah. And I was just like, well, I'll get it and I'll watch it and I'll see what the fuss is about. Because let's face it, and this was my mentality at this point, What's coming better than WWE? WWE has been like wrestling for how long? Yeah. Like yeah. I didn't expect anything mm-hmm. at all. So I literally went in with just like, oh, see what happens, see what it's like. Mm. I remember yeah. watching it going, I have no idea who any of these people are. Why am I watching this? And I just remember mm. sitting, because I just sat on my end of my bed. So I don't even think I was like <clears throat> actually overall interested in it. I just wanted to see what it's about. I remember just sitting there and I was just like, what is going on? And then I remember the Cody Dusty thing, uh, Dustin thing. And I was like, oh, that's a bit dramatic. <laughs> I just remember going, that's really dramatic. But then really, I remember really. like, it really was. But then I like, the emotion got me. And I was like, what is happening mm-hmm. to me? Like my little like frozen wrestling heart was like thawing. I was like, what's going mm. on? Why do I feel like so connected? And I don't even know who these people are, but there was something yeah. there. And like, obviously there was blood everywhere. So I was like, okay, I'm definitely <laughs> yeah. watching this in the moment. Um, <laughs> and then I remember like Jericho being on it. And I was like, I remember him. I know mm-hmm. that guy. So I was like, right, so there's <laughs> one person I know. I was like, okay, yeah. so that's that's a link for me. And then mm-hmm. obviously like Kenny Omega was there. And I was like, no idea who you are. Um, <laughs> Oh, you do now. You oh, do, I do now. now. Go ahead. I do now. Um, and then I just remember, like, the end of that match and, like, all the streamers coming down and Jericho, like, saying, you need to thank me and all this. And I'm just there going, okay, is that, hmm. is that it then? Is that it? And then I just remember, like, hearing the eruption of the crowd and I was like, what's happening? And mm. then as soon as it panned to John Moxley, I went, oh, my God, <clears> I know him as well. And I was just like... <laughs> He's here. The guy that I adored a good few years ago that I thought, I will follow you wherever you go. He's here. Because I, I, I heard that he'd left WWE, but I didn't expect so, him to show up anywhere. So I just wow, remember like, seeing so. him walk down. The little, ink, like, I can still see in my head, like, when he entered the ring with his little, like, spin that he did. And, um, oh, yeah. 
just like DDT and everybody. And I was just like, uh, oh, you're here. Okay, okay, show me what you can do. And then when he took Kenny Omega on some poker chips and planted him back down on the floor, I was like, okay, I'm here. I'm setting up shop. This is where I belong now. <laughs> and I was just like, that's it. Uh, and then I think that's what kind of then dulled WWE for me because then I was comparing it to what I was feeling when I watched that one pay-per-view. And then obviously yeah. the other pay-per-views and like Fight for and everything that came after it. And it's like, I don't know half of these people, but I'm getting more emotion from that than I am from people that I've known about for a good few years. Why? Why is that even happening? That doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then I just started tweaking, going, oh, right, yeah, because that's not interesting me anymore. There's something missing in WWE that I'm getting in AEW. So yeah. why am I going to be watching a pay-per-view every month when there's like yeah. four a year and these amazing shows that actually build to something? Mm -hmm. So I was just like, oh, well. That's a bit awkward. Um, yep. So yeah, that was it. John, John Moxley and Chris Jericho. <laughs> Who knew? Yeah. And that's just awesome. It's just those, you, you look at those things that just lined up just right. Like, yeah. you know, let's so, say John Moxley doesn't sign with AEW. Yeah. You don't have that moment. No. And now he might, he may sign later, but if he, if it wasn't that yeah. moment just right, mm -hmm. you might not have the hook. Uh, exactly that's, that's and great. what i think is crazy is is i always go well john Motz is the reason i watch aw and he probably is yeah. like you said that hook that gets you in mm -hmm. like obviously like jericho was there but i think because i didn't see much of jericho as in what i remember yeah. jericho back from like early 2000s mm -hmm. i wasn't that like you know kind of fascinated so much as with him i just knew who he was yeah yeah but then when john moxley came in i was just like well if he's here <laughs> then this is yep. going to be something that i need to take notice of and like I've, I've said in the past to certain people if it hadn't been for him i probably would have carried on like watching aew but i don't think i'd have been hooked in as quick as what i was mm -hmm. and then from that then you start learning all these other people <clears throat> that are on the roster and like depth of talent they've got that have been turned away from like more mainstream wrestling and and you're just like this is like a I felt like I actually fitted in with like kind of like the misfits of wrestling world. I was just like that's, yeah, that's the word I was looking for. Yeah. It was like a, ba a band of misfits almost like rejects that you yeah, that, that you realize <laughs> but then but then all of a sudden you feel like they they get the chance and then the yeah. people that didn't want them all of a sudden look over and go they were more gorgeous than I realized it. It's like, and I, think that's like a <laughs> I really, didn't see this before. Yeah, yeah, I think that's like a really good like analogy for life. Like, go for what you want. Don't yes. be put under pressure to doing what everybody else thinks you should do. Go for exactly. what you want to do. So I just, mm -hmm. I just love that overall. Like, kind of, they're outside the box, but they're killing it at the same time. So you don't have to fit in to kind of do what you want to do. Mm -hmm. be your own be your own people people be yep. your own people and i wonder how many people like like you were watching wwe and didn't really give aw a chance from the beginning they're just so mm. used to watching that certain same yeah, thing it brainwashes you wwe yeah. like the same yeah. not in the same storylines that are just recycled and yeah 
like I've said to and, you before, it feels so polished and so like mm-hmm. detailed to like the ninth degree, which it doesn't have to be sparkling all the time. It can be a bit because people are humans. They're not mm-hmm. robots. Let them yep. have the errors. Let them have the fluffs. That's all yep. part of it. Yeah, and that's not knocking anybody. Again, like she no. said before, too, not knocking anybody. If that's what you no. enjoy, that's fine. Um, like, it's but it's one of those where at the end of the day, yeah, it, mean, it is. What I like, but, other people may not like. So, yeah. but I feel like for some of those that may have not given AW a chance, mm. may have missed out on something. Uh, really getting in on the ground floor, watching yeah. it from the beginning. You feel so yeah. connected because you watched it from the 100%. beginning. And like you um, think like that's part of history. Like even mm-hmm. though we're like individual people that people in AEW probably will never know. We're still yeah, yeah, part yeah. of that history. Exactly. No matter yep. like what. So I think that's like it's quite a nice thing to have really. Like you it so is. like you can say like years later, oh I was there at the start. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Type right thing. From the so yeah. I feel as, as good as we feel like watching it from the beginning of AEW mm. for the people that literally have followed BTE from its inception. Yes. Because I wasn't watching BTE until yeah, I got drawn to AEW. But yeah, from those exactly. watching BTE from the beginning to see yeah. how it led to here, that's got to feel a thousand times better than what it feels for us. Also, I mean, that's, like for the that's people that cool. were following like the books and Omega from like the start as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that, that, how like. Mm-hmm fascinating that must be from that because that's gonna be what we get from like watching like darby allen and jungle boy and mjf obviously they yep. were doing stuff before but for us to see them rise through aew mm-hmm. that's going to be such like a special thing it's it is it is it really is so yeah yep. so my final yeah. question mm-hmm. it's going to be a tough one Ooh, I like because that. I don't yeah. even know how I'm going to answer this. Okay. And we may be able to split it a bit, but who are your top five in AEW now? <sighs> top five I know. in I know. AEW now. <laughs> At, uh, are we mixing? I've not even split it down to women, men, and tag teams. I'm saying top yeah. five. <laughs> <laughs> okay, top, just top five, top five, yeah. period. Oh, no. Okay. And they can be interchangeable. Like, you don't have to have this is your top five for life. I'm not going to, uh, you know, make you choose forever. Mm. <laughs> yeah, well, I appreciate that. I'm, I'm glad, I'm, I'm glad I'm giving... I have the freedom to change. That's good to know. I'll give, I'm giving you some leeway. <laughs> okay. You're so sweet. I know, I'm so nice. I, I really appreciate that, Francis. Don't you start that, man. Jeez. <laughs> I'm not a princess. I'm in the darkness. Um, ah, okay. Um, number five. Chris Jericho. Okay. Number four. MJF. Okay. Number I'm three. Number three. Um, God, man, can I start over? Nope. Oh, okay, just right now. You're right. It may change next week. Okay. Yeah. Number three, Britt Baker. Okay. Number two, Darby Allen. Mm-hmm. Number one, future AEW world champion by the end of this year, Hangman Adam Page. 
Mm-hmm. My top five right now. Top five right now. Yes. Interesting. Uh, but but I could tell you after just I'm just gonna this is, is, is a, <laughs> a, an add on that the next yeah. time I see Ray Phoenix wrestle because I haven't seen it in a little bit the next time I see him wrestle he'll probably jump to number one. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a you know. Yeah, I haven't seen him in a match in a few weeks. So yeah. uh, every time, as soon as I watch a Ray Phoenix match, I'm like, he's the greatest thing ever. He's like, <laughs> so that's coming at some point. You'll, you'll hear me say that, that he's my favorite. But, okay. Uh, yeah, but not right now. Yeah. Not right now. Okay, so right. my top five. I don't know why I've done this question because I'm literally like, going, I don't know. Um, <laughs> how do I do this to myself? Hey, um, hey, and I'll, I'll give you the freedom to change it. Oh, my down the goodness, road. thank you. <laughs> you know. uh, uh, yeah, so I'm going to go um, top five right now. Mm. Yep. Eddie Kingston. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, goodness me. Four. Mm, it's tough. Number four. I'm going to put Santana and Ortiz in there because legit going to be tag champions by the end of the year. Wait, make it happen. That's two. That's two. Yeah, but they're a, they're a tag team, so it's one. No, there's two. You're cheating. Okay, You're so t- if, you put, if you said the Young Bucks, that was two. I didn't say the Young Bucks, yeah, though. Yeah, but the thing I, is, no. Though, no, 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 they are a tag team. Team, tag team. They are one. Go ahead, tag cheater. Team. Keep going. Hey, you could have said a tag team if you wanted. <laughs> if I wanted to cheat, I could have, but go ahead. So Santana Ortiz are number four. I'm cheat like John Moxley. Yeah. Let me start. Um, oh, my God, number three. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, number three. Um, number three. Um, I don't... I, I want to either say Jade Cargill or Chris Statlander. I'm going to go Jay Cargill. Okay. Because she is awesome. Yep, um, she is. She is. I mean, she's not done much yet, but she's still awesome. And I yeah. wouldn't mess with her. Um, <laughs> that, that pre- she's got that presence. Yeah. Um, that was number three. Number two. Mm-hmm. You can say the Young Bucks. It's okay. No, I'm not going to. I'm going to even okay. put them words in my You've mouth. You've already cheated. You might as well cheat again. I'm going to say Ricky Starks. Ooh, Ricky Starks. Because you've got to love the sassiness mm-hmm. of him. He's so my number sassy. six. He's my number six. Sassy number six. Yes, he's All number right. one. Oh, Kenny Omega. AEW <laughs> World Champion, Impact World Champion, AAA Mega Champion, TNA Champion. No. Is that it? Is that it? No. No, 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 no. Oh. The guy that started it all for me, a Mr. One, John Moxley. John Moxley. He will forever have the number one spot. That won't change. All right. He will so that will never change. One. Never change. Gotcha. Ever, 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 yeah. ever, ever. I think we all saw that number one coming. I mean, look, I started the gimmick. I'm going to continue it. Um, Do it. Ride it. <laughs> Keep riding it. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's my top five. That's your top five. They are subject to change apart from my number one spot. Um, yep. yep. <laughs> I'm so surprised you didn't put the books or Omega in. 
No. Uh, it, 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 I mean, if we're doing tag teams, you know, if I'm not cheating, I was really thinking this is just one person. I didn't want to take two spots with Nick and Matt. Um, I said top, yeah. like, faith. I know, five. I know. I was just thinking in my, in terms of, like, individual wrestlers. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's fine that you put Santana and Ortiz in there. I'm just messing with you. But uh, but literally, if we were doing a tag team, yeah, they're, they're, they're my top guys. Well, they're my questions, so. <laughs> they are your question. <laughs> oh. So yeah, so that's a bit of background on us, I'm guessing. Yeah, a little bit. I've learned stuff today. Mm. I've learned stuff. You yep, know most about learned. this about me anyway, like but I feel other the people have learned. I do. Stuff. I do. But <laughs> I didn't I mean I didn't know, yeah. I didn't know that Kenny Omega or the Young Bucks weren't in your top five, so damn or not no. Yeah. I know most of the rest of it, yes. <clears throat> As if I put them in my top five. <laughs> I have a duty of like loyalty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. So, but yeah. Okay. So that was fun. Yeah. This so was that's fun. Our first like official podcast yeah. we've done on our own. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun. And now a lot of the stuff, we'll have more shows like this mm. that are more yeah. of a round table type. Yeah. Just talks. Talks about general wrestling, Just mostly chance. AEW. Yep. Yeah. But we'll also keep those reviews coming and previews and yep. Yep. But yeah, this was definitely fun. So I look forward to doing more of these. Yep. yep. And if and I hope has any thoughts on our picks or you want to add your own picks in, you can add them into the comments on our Twitter. What's our Twitter? Yeah, our Twitter is beautyx the beard that's at beauty x the beard yeah the new twitter home new twitter yep well, new twitter for... i know thank you to slick yes. thank you very yes. much slick yeah that artwork is amazing is amazing fantastic yep and yep. i've got to say we both look good yeah yeah especially me <laughs> and that yeah, white especially. that white box get up like an angel over there mm. Absolutely. I've never looked better than I do in that artwork. And I don't even want to ask you what I look like. <laughs> I'll tell you what you look like. <laughs> no, you look great. You look like you. You uh, yeah. definitely got the whited out <laughs> zombie eyes. <That's> perfect. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. Yep. Yeah. So as we said, you can follow us there and you, know, you can um, answer the questions in the comments yourselves. Let us know what you think of our new shiny podcast and yes and you can follow nice us individually channel. yeah please and you can follow us individually on twitter mm -hmm. at let the beard play that's where i'm at uh -huh. and and she is at strange underscore pixie yep. that is correct yes so yeah please let us know what you thought of this first show uh yeah let you let, tell us what your top fives are and remember to tell sarah that she needs to put the young bucks or any omega in her top five I remember, you can change them. They're not setting brick. <laughs> they, are, they are not. Except for John Moxley. John Moxley is the one. That's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, yeah. I appreciate y'all checking it out. Look look thank forward to, uh, to more stuff coming in the future. This is going to be a fun ride. So thank y'all for jumping on, just strapping yes. those seatbelts. This is going to be awesome. So, um, yeah, like she said, y'all be good out there. And we will see you on the next one. Bye.